Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And our guest today, uh, from the giant-sized team-up network and the From the Helicarrier Podcast, we have Charles McFall. Epic Boss McFall. Yeah. Also, uh, soon to be launched, we're, we're Ebbett and Klotz and I have already done a pilot on Breaking the Panel. And I have a teaser to actually send you guys for you to listen to. Sweet, yeah. Um, oh. Well, if you've got that, we can throw it at the end of this episode if you want. Sure, we can do that. Sweet. Sounds um, good to me. Yeah. Well, uh, as most of you may have heard on the last episode of the podcast, we are covering uh, The Incredible Hulk, 2008's Incredible Hulk today. Uh, just a loose discussion of that movie. Um, Super so loose. The also, loosest. we're not doing any news tonight. Because currently, as we speak, D23 is happening, and they are doing all kinds of Marvel news that if we did a news segment, we'd just miss it all. So, we're going to hit that up Monday (laughs) or Tuesday this week. That'll be on our next episode. Next episode, which we'll be discussing Iron Man 2. Um, So, let's talk Incredible Hulk, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for 2008. <laughs> if, you if you haven't been around for seven years. Not just the movie, but the year. We're going to talk a lot about <laughs> what happened in 2008. If you're not a familiar with like presidential election results. <laughs> yes, um, we can turn out to not really so much. <laughs> this oh, is not man. a political podcast. <laughs> we do not endorse anyone. No Obama. No. I mean, no Obama. Like, let's not talk about it. I don't mean yeah, no yeah. Obama. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no Hulk. Hulk 2016. Hulk 2016. I'm going to wave my banner. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, let's just dive in, man. uh, There were some very interesting things. If I may, I'd like to lead off. I, I found it interesting to look back at this movie, I didn't actually think it was official MCU. I mean, I knew it was official Marvel, oh, but yeah. uh, because of how early it was, it you really need to watch that special that they did in the season one of Shield, where it was the the universe of Marvel, or the, I forget what they actually titled it, but they did a documentary on how yes. they almost didn't do Iron Man and this and that and the other. And it's very interesting to just even conceive of an, a world where. Marvel thought they'd fail at this. Oh, yeah. It was totally a risk. Yeah. Especially with Iron Man. um, As much as we love Iron Man now, seven years later, and I mean, those of us who read comic books growing up may have loved Iron Man, but no one knew Iron Man at that point. I mean, it's not a pop icon. As far as the movie going culture, it was like Marvel's bringing out their B team to lead things. What? Yeah. And, And the Hulk. Had you know had 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 some very large cultural relevance in like the seventies. Well, they also right? had the movie like five years prior that exactly. was The which, Hulk with Eric Bana, and which it was god awful, which failed. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, some people actually liked that version. Um, I wasn't a huge fan, but it it definitely it definitely was a failure. Um, on the in the in the box office, well, and the, it, it yeah. showed the standard of what people what the movie makers thought comics were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. I liked it just because it was the Hulk at the time, and there was no other <laughs> Hulk stuff out. You didn't out. know any better. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, yeah, that brings me to the point of what I was going to say about this to start off is, it's, it's very interesting to see very much MCU stuff in there, a lot of story, a lot of intrigue, a lot of layers. But at the same time, 
there's still some pandering. There's still some, well, your audiences aren't going to like that, so we have to make it like this. I mean, we this was very much Ferrigno the 70s. Somewhere. Oh, God, but that was awesome. Yeah, Lou yeah, Ferrigno. Yeah, I like Lou Ferrigno. Or the love story in general. I mean, I know that's a big part of the Banner story, but... Well, you, they they spent way too much lovey googly eyes. The whole the whole movie <laughs> is 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 that. I, I expected the Aerosmith banner to uh, you know kick in at some point. <laughs> Don't want to close my. Yeah, eyes. it would have fit right. It would have fit right? this movie perfectly. It totally would have fit. It totally would have fit. Him Not like, just because Liv Tyler was in it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like <laughs> That's him, true. Yeah. the Hulk playing with animal crackers on her belly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did that in the cave. That was in the deleted yeah, scenes. That was the deleted scene. Except that there's a be... real animal because he's huge. Oh my gosh. If he he released... just grabs a deer. <laughs> he just traces it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the movie I want to see now. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> the that's parody. The deleted scene I really would like to see. He has yeah. just like a rabid raccoon. He's oh. like. <laughs> Hulk again. Uh, <laughs> Hulk again. Uh, but it's very much the 1960s banner, the sad, mopey doctor. Oh, yeah. And it's even bring the music in, right, in the first yeah. 20 minutes of the movie. I, I have a thought about this movie now. After rewatching it, I always hated I didn't like this movie. It's probably the weakest in the MCU to me. And I, I often said it's because I didn't like Edward Norton very much as the Hulk. I just didn't think this movie... This movie, did, I wasn't interested. But upon a rewatch, I realized I love this movie. Yeah. Except for Edward Norton and Liv Tyler. <laughs> well, it's because they made the Hulk, instead of being anger-driven, it had to do with energy and heart rate. Right? They yeah. even do a little, ooh, we're almost kind of sexy scene where it's like, well, you can't even get excited a little bit. You know, um, but <laughs> yeah. it was tied to his heart rate, right, the whole time. But that's not the Hulk. It's not because Bruce Banner took a jog and he turns into the Hulk. It's because you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Well, for me, though, watching most of the movie, I really enjoyed all of the choices they made. I love the idea of him him sitting with some sort of uh, guy working on breathing control and working on his anger and and then having yes. a guy like slap the shit out of him, yeah, yeah, and and, he, and then when he starts, he's working at that uh, factory fixing like an, electri- an old electrical box. I love the idea that he's still using his like uh, his intelligence to like get by in this, you know, <laughs> yeah. in this sort but of he, he's like world a area. he's like a biological scientist. He's not a he's not an electrical engineer. That's a valid point. They kind of did that like that but comic book again, and a third world country, so where, it's kind of the same thing. No, no, no. They did that. They did that like comic book and, and movie science thing where it's like, oh, you're a scientist. You know everything about everything. You can fix anything. Yeah, it's it's like when you read uh, quotes from. But that's a real world thing too, though, that we do. It's like when you read quotes from like Einstein, and they're about like ambition or like uh, drive or I, like there'll be like some sort of quote, and it'll be like Einstein said it, and you're like, but he was a. He's a theoretical physicist. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> know about human nature. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he came up with EMC equals MC squared. He's not like, uh, I don't know, the love He's not Nietzsche. <laughs> Did you ever get that not so fresh feeling? Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. It's like any time, any sort of celebrity of any type gives yeah. me gives advice on anything that they're not an expert in. <laughs> I just right. always get annoyed. I'm like, but you're an actor. I don't care about politics, you say. Or like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, that's not. Uh. Well, in true Marvel style, though, he didn't do it very well. 
That's fair. He's like, yeah. I can keep it working for a few months. Like Tony well, Stark I would mean, fix it and make it better with true. what he has. Right. That's true. I think again, he was. Um, it was Marvel going. No, we need sixty percent more of us in there, and forty percent of the the trope that Hollywood thinks we need to do. So, yeah. well, yes, they did the comic science thing. Yeah. I think they started sliding in the, well, no, if you really look closely, we don't really believe in that because he didn't do that great of a job. He was just getting by. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. Yeah, if it were Tony Stark, he would have like just built a suit out of the electrical system. <laughs> Here's um, some tuna fish and a match. Build an Iron Man suit. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So... I anyway, my whole thing is I think this movie would have been really good with a different actor. And I think that Mark Edward Ruffalo. Norton, yes, <laughs> but I think that Edward he's Norton, probably my favorite for the role. Yeah, I think you know I think they should give him a try. I think they should give him a shot. Uh, I think that this movie could have been wonderful. Uh, I love all the scenes of Edward Norton running around. Uh, you know, jumping on rooftops and kind of doing the whole... I like the idea that he's been training as, like, trying to learn to run from these guys, even not as the Hulk. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been doing it for five years. He's like parkour master. It's a little bit of training time. And plus, like, that area of Brazil is... I mean, you saw it from the wide tracking shot. Like, that's a great place to go just parkour running. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, it's training ground. I just think that I love Edward Norton as an actor. I really do, and I think that he completely is like the definition of phoning in a role. Maybe. Well, I, I, I would I would disagree a little bit, only because I think the way they wrote it, still going back to the early days of, of MCU, hmm. they still I think were trying to go with this Hollywood concept of what he's supposed to be, and if. Jumping to the end of the movie, I won't give away a whole lot because I know we're going to do it in order as it goes. But you watch yeah. the animation. No, the go face. ahead. Oh yeah, do yeah. the thing. We're, we're we're covering these movies yeah. while thinking about where they result. What 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 is the later result? Of right. The movie? So this is a retrospective. Make Spoil- throw it all in there. Spoiler alert: Your Bruce Banner is Hulk. So oh um, shit, really? <laughs> but you, well, I'm there, just going to drop that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching him fight Abomination, right? And I'm watching his face as step. For step for step, Abomination dominates that battle, which it should have been because he was the the season warrior. And the way they wrote this banner slash Hulk the whole time, he's sad, he's scared, and that is reflected on the Hulk's face, which is never true in the comics. And I don't believe it's yeah. true for Ruffalo when they do it. Hulk comes out, no, his whole concept is smash, yep. anger, destroy. Hulk yes, is strongest there is. Yes, and and. You know, again, here, they did not deal with size. The angrier Hulk gets, the bigger and stronger he gets. He's yep. infinite in his growth and strength, whereas Abomination is finite. You know, he's... Interesting. I did not that, know that. But, um, well, maybe not infinite, but I do know that Hulk continues to grow as he rages. And they've Hulk done that with Ruffalo sounds too. <laughs> Hulk just well, you know, at some point, they do really balance mad. with the, the energy runs out, right? Hulk will pass out. Yeah, at some point. yeah. Okay. Uh, but if you watch, if you go back and watch uh, Age of Ultron, where Hulk Buster is fighting Hulk, he gets bigger, and he actually gets stronger. I mean, as he, every time they focus in on his face, he does that anger thing. He comes back harder than he was coming before. Sure, and that's the concept in the in the comics. That here, I just go, God, he's just a sad green dude who's kind of tiny next to the Abomination, and and yeah. that's something that I think the MCU just almost rebooted, if you will, when they did Hmm. Avengers. I definitely think they're allowing Banner's personality to be reflected in the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't don't know how much that is canon for the the comics, but... It's not. They're separate people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
And well, it depends on which line you're reading. At some point, Hulk hates Banner. They hate each other, and they're trapped inside of each other or whatever. Uh, but I do like where the Avengers movies went with uh, some of the main storylines. of, And even here, Hulk would always recognize Betty, right? There is a human nature inside of him, but the idea is this uncontrollable rage, which brings strength and invulner- almost invulnerability. Right. And they wrote this, this piece. Now, had Hulk been the way the 60s did him and the way this movie did him, where he's the sad doctor... This would have been the perfect Hulk movie ever. Ed Norton would have been perfect for this role because he he really did the whole run, hide from the world, everything so well um, yeah, that I, I it just wasn't right to the character, I don't think. I mean, they wrote it wrong is what I'm saying. And in writing it right, he would not be the right fit. Yeah, I... I, I don't I don't know if I completely agree, but I but I hear you I hear you. I really just hated Edward Norton. I think like Edward Norton, <laughs> Edward Norton is to blame for a lot of these scenes not working. Like just okay. if, if you're gonna go with a different version, like if you're not talking about how it is in the comics or like how it, um, like how it how it, you know how the movie could have been written differently. I think the way this movie's written could have been fine and could have worked for as, as an internal story, but the way that he plays some of these scenes. He like walks on screen and just says a line. It's it. I felt like I was watching like high school theater. Uh, I don't know. I just I really hated Edward Norton. In this well, movie. Okay. well, you know, it does, to, to your point, they, they do say you know, the best actors bring the most of themselves to the table. Jump into the movie uh, Hawkman. Have you seen Hawkman? Uh, you, you mean uh, with uh, uh, you mean Birdman? Birdman. Birdman. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, saying. Birdman. Birdman. My bad. Uh, but yeah, Birdman, he's just, he really brings this amazing role to the Ama- screen yeah, there. Yeah, he's amazing. But he's this asshole actor <laughs> on screen, on screen. I mean, that's his character. He's this huge asshole. No, Absolutely. no, let's just do this. So you he's to wonder. a lot of himself to that is what you're saying. You have, you have to wonder. That was one of his best roles ever. You do have to wonder how much of that is in him. Maybe he is a bit of this guy who walks on the stage. So, no, no, I don't need to worry about huh. it. Just go. Let's go and do this. Maybe another another one of his favorite for me is uh, Fight Club, and yeah. he's like a whiny sort of existential, like uh, I don't know, modern existential man with having this existential yeah. crisis. I wonder if that's that. Just so, he, he identified with that more. There was a lot more monologuing in Fight Club. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this is the this is the George Clooney problem. George Clooney made a brilliant Bruce Wayne, horrible Batman. Yeah. Well, you know, I just I think, think that he made. I think he didn't care about this movie. He did this movie for a paycheck, and I don't think he really delved into the character or tried to do anything more with it. I don't feel like he ever made a choice in this movie. He was just like, oh, that's my line, that's my mark. Walk in, say the yeah, line, say the mark. That's sure. what it felt like to me. I can get with that, yeah. I'm going to go with it was writing. It was a writing problem, because one of the things that I noticed in the film, uh, especially in the first half of it, is most of the movie is wide tracking shots of him walking or running or whatever and music playing and no real dialogue to be really spoken of yeah it definitely like called back to the 70s tv show oh yeah the the whole first half of this movie is like oh he's that man on the run helping people as he goes yeah and like there's no there's no dialogue there's no character building it's just him going somewhere and them establishing where he is yeah yeah and that's just boring. Yeah, I, 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 I was interested by the overall plot and what was going on behind him, but I just couldn't get behind him. Uh, but anyway, we're, we won't solve this. We definitely disagree. I just find that I liked the plot. I liked the action. I liked where they went with it. Oh, I yeah. just um, and, and man, the, the other thing about this movie, 
you have the other side of the coin, Blonsky, yeah. Tim Roth is Brilliant. amazing in this movie. Yeah. What a he's, revelation. He's never not amazing in anything. That's true. Right. Tim Roth is always great. Um, and in this movie, he is the he's the protagonist in my mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh my gosh. His descent into madness. Yes, it's so good. It was the well, uh, it well, was the abomination origin story. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. But again, I think there was some faulty writing there because compared to today, today we would absolutely see the hints and drips of oh. I can see where this is possibly going. And you'd see the dominoes start to fall to say, oh, it makes total sense that now he's on this power trip and he wants to be the abomination. Well, he didn't want to be the abomination. He just wanted more. Now, I got to fight this guy. When he started off chasing him, he was just a good soldier. And that whole scene where he's walking down the hall with General Ross going, I'm, I'm in this fight. I saw what I saw, and I, I would like to do more. You know, mm-hmm. But it was still not this crazy power, oh, I want to fight this dude because he's the strongest in the world. It was just, I'm a good soldier and I'm not scared. Oh, I disagree completely. And then, I really? think from the, very, from the first time he sees him, he, he, he is, he is, his eyes are on fire to get in the fight. When he says, he says, I've been on missions before. Right. I've walked away from missions. I've seen men die, but it's just a mission. You move on to the next one. It's what we do. But I actually wrote down the line because I, I loved it so much. He says, I don't feel inclined to step away from it. Yeah. I saw this madness, and I don't feel inclined to step away. That's him saying, like, I am ready. I want to be this powerful. I think from the first shot. And, and then they have, that, they have that scene where he's talking to Ross about, um, he's like, how old are you? He's like, 45. He's like, I'm 39. Like, he's not 39. He's in his 40s. And he's a soldier. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been... Yeah. He's 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 going downhill, and he says, "If you could put me in the right. in the body I was ten years ago, I wouldn't want to fight that man." Um, and even even before all of that, the first scene you get, the first line he says when he's taking that airplane in to meet Banner, and he's looking at this like geek with a clip on this clipboard. Is he a fighter? He, he says, "Is he a fighter?" Like that's all yeah. I want. All I want out of life is a good fight, and I want to prove myself. And huh. Then from that moment on, that's that's his his origin story is so good. He sees a, he sees an opportunity <laughs> to become a super soldier. He gets it again. He puts more in himself, and then he goes. He sees an opportunity to become like the Hulk. He wants that. He's a power hungry fighter. Interesting. See, I read that scene differently. The same quote, same walk down the hall. I just read that as, "I'm not afraid. I'm a good fight. I'm a good soldier." You yeah. know, it wasn't until he got juiced the first time that I see that transition change to. Ah, oh, and I'm going to run in. And he's getting orders. No, hold off. And he's, he gets frustrated. And I got to say, to that scene where he fights the Hulk, he gets kicked against the tree. Oh, that's an awesome scene. <laughs> so <laughs> brutal. That whole so, scene is what... That, that's one of the most memorable things about this movie for me is that the big quad fight scene. Yeah, where there's man. just oh, There's just so much in that scene that's so brilliant from a fighting perspective. And it's the first time we get to see the super soldier. And he fights... His powers are very similar to Captain America's. The way he's jumping and moving and moving quickly and dodging and using shields. Shield. Yeah. Well, he does he use a shield? Well, he uses those uh the, the Hulk guys. part of the, the Hulk off the iron, yeah. He was using the Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about the Hulk for a oh, second. Oh, sorry. No, no, Tom Blonsky. <laughs> um yeah, he fights very much like Captain America fights. Yeah. When he's bouncing yeah. around the Hulk, yeah. I was just like that's a Captain America scene like it was almost like a proof of concept like this is what we can make a human look like they're doing <laughs> and, and it looked good i can see that 
It looked great. And then later yeah. they, they make Captain America, of course. And the way yeah. that he was running, like when he was running faster than everybody. That was great. That was uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was right. He's like, he, he should have said on your left. If he had said on your left. <laughs> I would have. Oh. Maybe. Oh, so good. But, you know, isn't there a sense of of disconnect watching this film compared to all the other MCUs where it's like, uh, okay, I know it's a fantastical world of heroes, but aside from the fact that we have swingers and climbers and jumpers, it's a real world based physics. It's real world based responses. There's a lot of stuff you can really connect to in these other movies. And this one still was grounded. Wow. Science. One super soldier fights another super soldier. And it's a little crazy. And there's nothing in there. that makes me go, I live there. Hmm. You know? I don't know. That's, I, well, see, and I think that I, I would again say that's a failing on the, the main two actors part because the scenes you get that are that, uh, they, 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 they ground it in a real world or like, Oh, look at this restaurant. They, they tried, they had this romance yeah. and they had this uh, restaurant yeah. and they had this, like that, that was supposed to be the real people moments and they don't connect at all. They feel wooden right. and awful. And so I, I would, I would disagree that I don't think that's again, the writing or directing's point. Well, you could make a case for directing cause it's, it's the director's job to get a good performance out of their actors. Um, but Somebody this, should tell Josh Trank that. Oh well, 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 no, no, still considering this is still what the technically is the second film in the MCU. Sure, and they yeah. were still feeling their way out. What's going to happen? I mean, yes, Iron Man was big. What's going to happen next? Absolutely. I mean, we're, we have the advantage of sitting after Age of Ultron and after Ant Man Phase Two is done, going back to see this. They were there going. We don't know if we have a future. And maybe they thought they were getting the best performance for what the sure. audience... Well, what? I think they couldn't leverage... Uh, Edward Norton was such a big star, whereas you had Robert Downey Jr. was a man who hasn't been in a big movie in 10, 15 years. At that point, yeah, yeah. And, and Edward Norton is a huge star. I was so excited when he was cast as, the, as, as Banner. I was so excited. I love Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. Um, and we, I think they didn't have the clout yet to leverage Edward Norton into a good performance. Iron Man hadn't been released, and so they were just happy to have him, and I doubt the director could like put his you know foot down and be like, hey, you got to give a good performance here. Like, you've got to push. <laughs> like, he, he was probably like, this is a comic book movie. None of my real fans are going to see this. I'm just going to yeah. do this, yeah. get through it. And I just think he did not ground this movie at all. Banner sucked. Uh, <laughs> Better sucked. Hulk for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Abomination movie twenty sixteen. Oh I have a theory, and it, you're gonna it's nuts. But <laughs> you've you've heard my, and it's probably purely based on my desire to see more Abomination, especially more Tim Roth in an MCU movie. Um, we know that in Civil War. Um, wow, Jim, that is an amazing. I'm oh, sorry. You were <laughs> we know that in Civil War, General Ross is coming back. Yeah. Okay. That that has been released. That General Ross is going to be in Civil War. I'm excited for that because William Hurt was fantastic. I am too. I've been saying for a while they need to bring Abomination back, especially having Tim Roth play him in the comics. Does Abomination transform back and forth, or is he just no? He's permanent. He's uh, every every other gamma being is permanent. That's that, and that's they kind of hinted at that, right? Uh, uh, three quarters of the way through the movie, when he's when Banner is getting the the antidote, mm-hmm. and they're they're past that moment, and it worked, and they're talking with the scientist. I never remember the character's Stearns. name. Stearns. 
Stearns. yeah, Stearns. And he's like, oh, you know, we never had a, a, a test subject survive. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. They weren't getting Say that again? myostatin primers. Yeah. So I, they definitely hinted a deeper universe. You could see they were building. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, every other gamma. Gammaverse. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you could. You could do a Gammaverse just about. I mean, they had their own prison, right? It's uh, in the, the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the well, cube. This is this is part of my theory. So we know that Blonsky gets captured at the end and they take him to the what did oh. you say? The cube. What's up with that? The cube. Too, by the way. He's he's the killing him. I thought it was a fridge. They go, stop, but sure. well, how do you but here's the re, here's the, the break from reality. You have two helicopters and a bunch of normal human people. What the hell are you gonna do with him? <laughs> shield didn't sweep in. There's no tank buster truck yeah. to haul him. They do what are you gonna do with they him? They do give a shield nod in the movie. They yeah. say they say oh, shield. Yeah. So Several feeling, shield nods. I have a feeling shield was brought in on like, on this. In the opening sequence when they were establishing that it wasn't like a an accident. In the in the lab, it was like yeah. him testing it on himself. In that report. sequence, you see all the like the shield reports and oh, all the files awesome. and everything that's like that. Awesome! I actually didn't yeah. notice that. Oh, so I think that Shield swept in, and we know for a fact from Agents of Shield that um, Abomination. They they mentioned that Blonsky's at the fridge. I'm pretty sure it's the fridge. Um, which Hold is on. So, which is so that he's being held by Shield somewhere. Um, so. Why does Iron Man go at the end to talk to General Ross? To make it obvious that it's part of the MCU. Agreed. But the consultant. Don't you remember that one shot, the consultant? They were going to put a team together, but S.H.I.E.L.D. originally wanted the Abomination, so they wanted somebody to go to talk to Ross to get Abomination from Ross. Okay. And then Phil and uh, Sitwell said, we can't get Abomination. He's crazy. We can't have him on the team. Yes, I so do we need that. to get the consultant to make to like to get him to not do it because he hates Robert or he hates uh, Tony Stark. Interesting. So okay. somebody is going to force him to say no. I do remember that. But here's the thing: Ross is going to be in Civil War. We know that Civil War is about registering and mm-hmm. causing people with abilities to be uh, to be. Well, under the government's control. So what and what if we see this Tony Stark and um and a, a, this, this, this Tony Stark and Abomination thing finally come to fruition in that Abomination comes in on the side of registration. <laughs> oh man. Well, I've we, got you, I've got you wouldn't better. Red Hulk? Are Red you Hulk. thinking Red Hulk? Cuz I'm thinking, thinking Red, Red Hulk. Hulk. I'm also thinking Arby's, but Red Hulk is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ross is Red Hulk, and Red Hulk, I, if I remember, he plays a, a somewhat of a role in Civil War. Um, I think you, he's, you saw Ross, he's in the Ross Thunderbolts. Hates, Ross hates Banner, period. There's never a let up on that yeah. in, in the, the book. So in his hatred for Banner, and Banner being a superhero essentially now, um, and uh, not having a ton of... Uh, Banner actually didn't have a big role in Civil War. Uh, he wasn't there. No, not really. Like at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I haven't quite finished all 100 books. I'm, I'm most of the way through it right now. Uh, so I, that's why I was leaving room for, to be wrong for myself. But Red Hulk, however, was. And I can see Ross in his anger doing the whole Gamma thing and becoming the Red Hulk in this particular movie. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Interesting, interesting. I actually did not know that Ross was the Red Hulk. Yeah. 
Cool. The, I think the the matter he gets, he lights fires around himself. Oh shit! Like he releases heat energy and it makes fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, it's I've played video games with him, but I never knew anything about the character. I just knew. Well, yeah, Betsy becomes uh, the Red She-Hulk. She- Red She-Hulk, because they're so original in names. They even mocked that. Really. <laughs> Red She-Hulk, could they say something better? Really? So she's Red yep. She-Hulk. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So 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 many Hulks. So Which many actually Hulks. plays into uh, Sin itself, but that's a whole new... They haven't announced that movie yet, so we won't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's in Phase 6. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be too far away, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I thought it was interesting the way they opened this movie with the... You know, they've said they're not going to do origin stories anymore. So do you think this is how they will do origin stories from now on? Well, this is like the first one where they just kind of take advantage of the uh, the fact that they know, or well, they take the for granted knows. that the audience knows how the Hulk came to be. Like that that horse has been beaten to death fifteen times over. Let's not go through it again. I don't know that it's been beaten to death that many times, but it's been beaten to death like four years ago on screen. Yeah. So they were just like, well, let's just do this montage. Do you think we'll get that with Spider Man? Uh. Mm. Maybe. I think if they're going to do any kind of origin with him, it's going to be flashbacks. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I was yeah. thinking about that with Doctor Strange. So they're saying they're not going to do an origin story. Is Doctor Strange story... Uh, it's definitely not well-known enough for right. them to tell it this way. But if they're not going to do an origin, how are we going to get Doctor Strange origin? Uh, Doctor Strange's well, origin, I think. I think... Let's... let's- Throw out origins for a little bit. You guys have said that on the show before. Essentially, not quite those words, but here's how I was introduced to Doctor Strange. I saw uh, a Marvel animation where I can't remember what the exact movie was, but it's basically Doctor Strange and friends chasing down these demons. No origin, no nothing. I mean, everything I've seen in Doctor Strange has been, oh, now the Avengers have to go hide in his house. Well, who is he? He's this super badass magician, you know. Uh, wizard, whatever you want He's to call him. the Sorcerer Supreme. I know, but you get to that, right? You don't know that going in. You know there's an <laughs> invisible house. I want to see that in this Doctor Strange. No origin. I don't need to know how he's got his powers. I just want to be, wow. He's been around cool. and nobody's called him? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. That's uh, Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be different. I, I, th- I agree. I think with the cartoons, when someone's going to watch a Doctor Strange cartoon, or honestly any cartoon... Even if it's like a child's cartoon, you're a little more... You're already suspending disbelief walking into a cartoon. When you're going to see a, a Hollywood movie, I think people expect... But definitely the general public expects to sort of be brought into the world somehow. So maybe, maybe he already exists. Maybe we'll have something similar to like... Uh, I don't know. Like there'll be there'll be a character that doesn't know who he is. Who the has running to kind of we see through their their eyes or something. The running theory is that it's not going to be an origin of Doctor Strange so much as it is uh, the the coming into being Sorcerer Supreme, like taking yeah. on that mantle. Okay, so he's already a sorcerer. He's already Doctor Strange, fighting off demons, doing whatever. But then he, in this film, he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. He gets the Eye of Agamotto and is the guy, basically. Okay, I still feel like that's still you're going to start out in a in a in a sorcerer world, and so I feel like they're going to have to do something to bring the general audience along with that. Especially yeah. e- even the even the Marvel fan, even someone who's a big Marvel Cinematic Universe right. fan, no, we don't know anything about this mystic shit yet. You know. 
Yeah. I mean, how about we do you the best of both worlds? Bring him in to the defenders and no origin story there. He's just doing his thing and this badass guy. Then in the movie that we know has already been announced, then you get a little bit of, of pre pre credit, <laughs> you know, pre opening yeah. montage of this is how it happened and then you know, let's go. By the way, that movie's about a year away. Yeah, that movie comes out the, at the end of next year. Yeah, you talk about it being announced. It's a year away. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. You know. Like November of this next year. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> so much, so much Marvel, so much goodness. So, yeah, Fantastic Four. No. The Defenders are like. <laughs> hey, that, that, a that was not MCU. Away. They cannot They cannot be blamed. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. We're, we're on the Hulk. We're on the Hulk. We're, we're, we're going sideways here. Fox's fault. Now, they did Fox's take like fault. 20 minutes to get to the actual Hulk doing anything in this movie, which is another pre or even called early day MCU issue. Hmm. Uh, you know, Tony uh, Iron Man, same way, right? So he gets out there. He's Tony Stark. Humvee blows up. He's in the. I mean, it's 20 freaking minutes till Iron Man kicks out the cave door. Yeah, but same I don't, here. I don't mind that. I don't mind if, if it's a good origin eh. story. I'm pretty happy to let the let the hero come later because if the alter ego is interesting enough, like Tony Stark is, then you, it doesn't matter. Sure. It doesn't matter when they show up. But I would make the argument that who doesn't know the Hulk? I mean, they didn't even do origin story in this. This is this was a spiritual no, carry on from the first movie. You know. Um, yeah, they definitely could have started cartoons. sooner. You've seen cartoons. You've seen stuff. Come on. They definitely could have started it sooner, for sure. Um, but I but I don't mind that. My, the, I think the problem is... Watch the movie backwards. It's more action-oriented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think that Banner is not interesting. So those first yeah. those first 20 minutes that it takes are labored 20 minutes. If it was... Yeah. The, yes. the first 20 minutes of, of, uh, of Iron Man are so good... And that, and it's you know it's it's longer than that before he gets in the suit. Yeah, but then in Iron Man there was action in the first five minutes. That's, yeah, that's agreed. True. Agreed. The like, first scene, there's the Humvee and it blows up, and then they they, they jump back. And then they're like, "Wait a minute, we got to tell you about this guy real quick." Yeah, yeah. Which was awesome. Like, here's why you care. Yeah, great. I, I, we we talked about it last week, but I, that movie was so good and so superior <laughs> yeah. to this one. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Like. <sighs> It it gets to the point in in the Incredible Hulk where you're like, okay, okay, you've established that he's running, you've established that he has almost nothing to work with, that he's just kind of figuring it out. Yes, you did the bike tire thing with the weird like uh, the the bike chain centrifuge thing where he's you know doing experiments or whatever with the flower. Like I get that. He's bare minimum right now. You don't have to keep showing me everything. Yeah. Show me the Hulk. That's what I'm here yeah. to see. I want to see Hulk break shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Uh, now, here's another thought, too. What if this was... You said Iron Man had not been released at this point when they were making this film. Right. That's right. So what if this was uh, an appeasement or an apologetic where they still weren't sure Iron Man was MCU? I mean, through and through. There's very little audience appeasement. I mean, it was like, you thought that was comic book movies? No, this is a comic book movie. Well, it wasn't even MCU. It was Iron Man. Iron Man is the MCU. Iron Man came up with the formula that all of the other movies use. Yeah. It it is the, you know, it's the the prototype that they were like, oh, we can do this? This is so much better. But look at, look at 
uh, the timing, the, the real world timing of it. They didn't know if Iron Man was going to be successful. I'm just saying, what if this was a more of the, this is more like what the world thinks comic books should be like, so let's give this just in case Iron Man doesn't do well. What if they were making both of them and then just said, which one does better? Let's use that formula. Yeah, you, there's that too. Because if you look at it, Iron Man was funny. Iron Man was interesting and funny and quippy. And yeah. in this movie, there was almost no humor. I, I yeah. see. I, I, I disagree. That I think they were going for humor in a lot of cases. It just failed. It failed because Edward Norton sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, almost every funny line was an Edward Norton trying to be funny line. And like he's holding up. A, uh, a pair of pants to a woman's ass yes. to see if they're stretchy okay, that enough. that was kind of funny. It was funny, but really mean. Like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That woman's yeah. Hulk-sized. Let but me... <laughs> again, while that was happening, there wasn't really any dialogue going on, and it was sad music. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. That was meant to be funny. That was meant to be funny. <laughs> it and was. There were a few lines and that were so funny. And so was the, the whole, like, you that, wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. That was really funny. I liked that line. <laughs> yeah. That was probably one of the better... Like it was a nice nod to the stuff without going too far. My favorite, and then he fed Lou Ferrigno later. So yeah, yeah. you would like me when I'm hungry. Uh, that's nice. But um, yeah. my uh, my favorite uh, my favorite humorous line was when he was like, "All right, we can't use any of this stuff," and he dumps it all on the bed, and she's like. Well, I need my glasses. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, my lip gloss. Can they track that? You can. Okay, you no, can you, use you your can glasses have your lip gloss. Your watch. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. They goes. Well, we, okay, we can use most of this stuff, but just no credit card. So. <laughs> we get. I, I take it back. We can actually use most yeah. of it. Just these things that they can track. We gotta. We that, don't even turn that on. That line cracked me up. That now was that's really a, good. that's a real world moment though. You overreact, right? You're running. I mean, he's such yeah. a small world thinker because. He's had to move fast. He's thinking, carry nothing. And she's like, but I need my stuff. I need my lip gloss. And he's like, no, you don't. This is Brazil yeah. now. You wouldn't like me without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Red She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but there were some great scenes, right? All the Hulk, to me, all the Hulk scenes were awesome. Oh, yeah. All the... F- Especially the 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 quad fight, and then the Harlem fight was so brutal. It was so intense. There was so much just just fury in it. Especially when um, yeah. when he was choking him out with the chain, and like ended up ripping off part of the guy's arm, like ripping out the bone, and then stabbing it into his chest. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and that that was kind of the point I was making is you you wrote this sad Hulk, and the abomination just trounced him. Until he got angry, right? Until the yeah. helicopter caught on fire, he he did his awesome sonic boom clap, which yes. I, I was in the theaters. I was so giddy they brought that out. <laughs> and only for, and from that moment forward, they make him the Hulk that we want. Yeah, he's now angry. Now you done screwed up, dude. I, sh- I should have uh, said this earlier when you mentioned the heart rate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's tied to heart rate. Apparently, at least that's how he's tracking it. But we never actually see him change except for through anger or pain. I, they do that semi-sexy where they're making out and you hear the heart monitor. Do, 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 do. Well, see, He's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I can't agreed. get excited. We yes. don't know if he actually would have changed. True. This we is true. We just know that he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he hasn't had a sexual experience okay. since. And maybe he's like, maybe I know my sense. heart rate's getting up. The, I, maybe this isn't a good idea. Um, 
Yeah, just just throwing that out there. It's just I I, I always have to fix canon. Um, I can't. Well, but they're also. But if you look, <laughs> I can't if deal you with. Look, I can't deal he's with running. <laughs> he's running from the guys, and he does have to slow his heart rate down. Right, he hides in a corner, and Tim Roth almost shoots him because he's getting his breath. He's doing the abdomen breathing thing. You see True. the heart monitor go down, and then he moves, and he can't get shot. True. So, he's also probably pretty angry that they're chasing him with guns, and he looks it, scared more than anything. Yeah. Uh, he also just saw General Ross, so he's probably pretty pissed off. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you're inferring. Well, I guess I'm inferring too. So I think at that point he had not run into General Ross yet. I think it was immediately after that is yeah. when he saw him. Still, uh, the government's chasing you. Yeah, I mean, he knows who's reason. behind it. Yeah, he's he's probably pissed off. But anyway, that's just a throw throwaway aside. Yeah, I just I hate when cannons messed up in the MCU. I have to somehow massage it. And it kind of yeah. it kind of bugs me a little bit when um, when he's in the the bottling factory before he changes the first time, and the guys mm-hmm. are like starting to kick the crap out of him, and he's just like, "No, you guys gotta get out of here! You guys gotta get out of here! Something really bad is about to happen! Like, quit whining about it, Bruce. Just change." Yeah. Yeah, well, just, and that's where I do like the new Avengers Hulk. Where th- that was a great, I'm always angry. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> surprise. What's your secret? I'm always and they oh they tie directly to that at the very end of this film. That's right. Where Ed Norton's meditating or whatever, and he brings his heart rate up on purpose. And in you the see house the that Banner built. Yep. Have you seen? I was wondering if that was is that it? Is that the same one they use for Shield? Yeah, they mentioned that. Well, yeah, I know they mentioned well, it in Shield, but you know, they mentioned I, it in Shield. It's it's it, it's likely. Yeah. I think that's what they're they're pointing at. We don't actually I, see uh, the layout of the of the house or whatever, but it's pretty likely that that's the actual house that Sky is in, in season two of. Yeah, I I hope because so, that's a really Shield. cool tie together. Yeah, I know they mentioned it, and I was thinking that might be it exactly. Yeah, that's, that, it. that's what that's what they're getting at when they mention it in Agents of Shield. That that's that same cabin. I mean, it looks the same. He's in the similar kind of wilderness. Yeah, um, looks very similar. Well, I called it before they said the house that Banner built. I was like, "Oh my god, that's the same cabin." <laughs> You're a nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of great things here, but I, I do one of the things I really did like that they highlighted in this film was in the first Hulk, he's just this mindless monster. And this one, which I, that's the part I didn't like. I was like, that's, that's not him. That's I mean, never been the Hulk. He's rage, which overpowers everything, but he can think, he can reason. And the very first fight scene in the factory itself, he comes out of the shadows and looks at Tim Roth and just kind of huffs his nose and turns around and leaves. You know? And Tim Roth shoots him, so he turns around, flings a freaking a forklift at him. <laughs> he threw a forklift truck like it was a softball. Yeah. Uh, but, but the thing was, he knew that they couldn't do anything to him, so he was going to leave. But then they shot him and pissed him off more. Yeah, you know. It's kind of and, like and the, all <laughs> you the way to knew the this shield. was going to happen. How dare you? Yeah, throw forklift. Uh, but they made him smart and, and intelligent. And that was cool. Yeah, I man, I want the abomination back. I just think he's smart and intelligent. <laughs> he was smart, but he like the most. Uh, well, see, said, the abomination is in full control. He yeah, is exactly. Yeah, he is. Uh, um, I uh, yeah, I lost the character's name, but he's that character's name just powered up. I mean, yeah, Emil Blonsky. I Blonsky, yeah. really, I just, I, I'm sad that he doesn't convert back into regular Tim Roth. I want Tim Roth back so much <laughs> for 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 this this coming Civil War movie. 
And I mean, I guess he'll probably if if they bring him back, it'll probably be a mocap, oh, yeah. uh, version of Tim Roth. But I really want Tim Roth back. He was the best thing about. He's the best thing about this Hulk movie by far. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, yeah. Okay, I want to say if if Tim Roth and or if Banner and Blonsky were. Eh, whatever. But the Hulk abomination were great, right? So all the Hulk fight scenes where he has the shields and he, he's blasting off, where he he throws the shield at the sonic emitter. Oh, it's so which good. Was, I get. I, I've seen this movie a dozen times and I forget about that every time. I'm like, oh, that's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> the fight scenes were great. The fight scenes were. Yeah. I, I honestly, every time Hulk's on screen, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. I, I really didn't have a problem with any point. Uh, where even the scene in the cave. Like I'm fine. He's still just kind of like he's just kind of a monster. Like a he's he's a beast in that scene. He's yeah. mad at the sky. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There were so many rumors and speculations when that movie came out. They were like, "Oh my god, that thunderstorm where all the lightning's going on. That's that's cause of Thor. Huh? Thor did that." <laughs> that's funny. And I, I was like, "Oh, that maybe." And then I watched Thor, and I was like, "At no point is he anywhere near any of that." Yeah. No. No. Saddened. Saddened. <laughs> oh well. Well, guys, how would you rate this movie? In the in the, in the pantheon of MCU movies, it's hard to because like it's yeah. not as good as Iron Man, but it was still really good. It's just it had it had a couple of key flaws in it, and like I don't want to rate it low for those you know couple of key flaws, but like I also don't want to give it a whole bunch because. It's still not, you know, it's still not the pinnacle. Yeah. So I want to call I, it like a six, five, or seven. Yeah, I'd probably go lower than that. I mean, as a movie in general, it's pretty, yeah, it's probably a five or a six. It's like not, not a horrible movie at all, but it's not. It's it's just so weak in some areas. Uh, but as for MCU, and I've seen all the other MCU movies pretty recently. Uh, this is the worst MCU movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and you have to have one, right? And yeah, that doesn't make it a bad it. movie necessarily. Agreed. It just is not the best. Going back to when it was re- released, I'm going to give it, you know, like an eight because especially at the time, there was just nothing like it out there. The first Hulk got so panned, and so many people hate because animated. I'm like, well, how else are you going to do it? That's our technology today. This is much better animation as far as the Hulk for sure. Uh, but I'll give you the caveat today of saying no. This is absolutely. The least of the movies in the MCU, there's definitely flaws, but it's still a very highly entertaining movie that that you just have to remember it's just a second MCU movie. Yeah. I and think it was done you, before the first one was released, so they really didn't know what they were doing. I think if you could have replaced, uh, replaced Edward Norton and Liv Tyler, because they're both god-awful, uh, <laughs> this could have pulled out like a... Like an eight, and you know, eight or a nine. Like it, it really lost a lot of points based on just those two. If it was Mark For Ruffalo me. instead, it could have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Mark Ruffalo, Scar- Scarlett Johansson. Is that who should have been in it? Uh, uh, I don't know about Scarlett. Scar ScarJo with the ScarJo being Betty. Uh, yeah, I always want to see. I, <laughs> I want to see Val Kilmer be the Hulk because he'll just come out with a cowboy hat. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, uh, Huckleberry smash! Ah, uh, Huckleberry. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Uh, so much. yeah, yeah. Just keep in mind, it's 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 the early film. And but think I about am, it like this: at least it's still better uh, than Fantastic Four. It has a sixty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fantastic Four has an eight. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen Fantastic Four yet? 
Shut your mouth. No. I ain't giving them money. No. I'm just curious. I've I'm, heard. I'm probably just going to pirate it. I've heard it's awful. Yeah. I've heard it's still better than what they did with the last Fantastic Four movies. Well, okay. You could take a crap on a tin roof. It's going to be better than the last two Fantastic Four. <laughs> sure, movies. sure. How did you ruin the Silver Surfer? I don't know, but they sure as hell did. Yep. And, oh, man, Galactus. They really ruined Galactus. Yeah, Galactus is a yeah. big club. Oh, just any time, uh, and I know they know this now. We're not the first people to say this, but don't make things big clouds. Like it's just stupid. Don't make like you know. It needs to have a things. body. Yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds is the Hulk. Yes. No. Mm. <laughs> no. I don't know about Hulk. Just I'm too, too excited about him as Deadpool. Yeah. That, now, that, who, owns, who owns Deadpool? Is that not Fox? That's Fox. Because uh, he's a mutant. Yep. Of course. God. And, and and he was already in a in a, in an X Men movie. Yeah. Uh, that, I should have known. Played by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. No. I, oh, they ruined that. Yep. I'm glad but, they're redeeming themselves now because that was that as much as I did like uh, Wolverine and I, I think Jackman is Wolverine. He's great at it. Sure. When I knew Deadpool was going to be in this movie, and they make him just a regular human. He's mouthing off, and he's doing this sore stuff. I'm like, well, that's not really Deadpool powers. I'm not really sure what they're doing, but this is interesting. And then when they sew his mouth shut and cut his head off, I'm like, F you, Fox. I'm never watching your crap again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it seems like with this Deadpool movie, they're just completely like not even paying attention to that. They're like, oh, yeah, that didn't happen. I think Which they is- are going to act like that happened. Uh, Which is... It's perfect because that's uh, if they act like it happened and totally just goes different direction. That's exactly what Deadpool would do in the comic. Well, exactly, and I think <laughs> obviously we didn't get a real Deadpool in that Wolverine movie. I can't remember if it was on a trailer or if it was on something from the actual movie or if it was just on promotional material. But there's something somewhere. Oh no, it's a teaser trailer for the actual trailer where he's sitting in the 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 library in the fancy chair. I think so. In a world. He mentioned in a world. something about how like. Yeah. How like they they, they, they ridiculously sh- sewed his mouth closed. That was stupid. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, in the like, trailer. It, he actually they, mentions yeah. that they should because huh. you know he breaks the fourth wall. That's oh, yeah, yeah. That's his so thing. He mentions that in the last movie they sewed his mouth shut. Huh. In some in some, but it was in a trailer, so I don't know if it was like it's in the film or anything. But yeah, right. No, but but, but it is official. I yeah, mean, they official, did the trailer and they so. acknowledge it and they're making fun of it. Yeah, and so that's that's pretty great. I just don't know how to feel about Fox doing anything superhero related anymore. Well, well I'm, just, I'm just glad Deadpool is going to be rated R. And, yeah. and, okay, here's the thing, too. Here's the one caveat to Fox. Marvel will not do a rated R movie. I mean, it's going to be hard push to do. It's going to have to be extreme violence. That's, that's good it's going to have to be Punisher. Yeah, uh, but they've mm. said that they're not going to do nudity. They're not going to do cursing. So it's like... There's only so much violence you want to show because Marvel's just the light side of comics. Yeah, uh, but you know, with this Daredevil series, they went pretty it's dark. Gritty. Yeah, it's good and gritty, but still, I wouldn't say that's a rated R. I still would say that. That's, I would say it's, it's rated DC R. Dark. It's not DC dark. Well, it's, so, it's not DC dark in tone. It's but, not DC dark and broody. But yeah. the, the uh, spoiler Deadpool. alert for Daredevil. Spoiler alert for Daredevil. <laughs> I'm about to, you've seen okay. it. You've seen it, right, Charles? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head in the door, being smashed by fists, Oof. was one of the most disgusting scenes I've seen on TV ever. 
It was God. more disgusting than thing, most anything in Walking Dead. Like it was. Yeah, but they didn't actually bad. show his head being smashed. They showed dripping flesh yeah. being be, like <laughs> dripping below the car. Yeah, off of a head that was, and then they showed it like. They showed the headless body fall. They showed the headless body fall. That was disgusting. They showed the guy slamming his head into a spike uh, and, yeah. and impaling oh, his own head. Oh, God, yeah. There were some really disgusting uh, things on Daredevil. And I true. think I would have I would classify that as probably rated R. At but least, at least certain would, episodes. Yeah. Do you think they would do what they're doing? What we've seen they do in the trailers with Deadpool. Because Deadpool is like... It's it's hard to know. It's hard yeah. to know because I mean they they've definitely crossed the line a few times with like certain jokes, um, and stuff where it's got a little a little a little on the edge of crass, especially um, with uh, I don't know uh, James Gunn uh, making Guardians when he when they when they have that Jackson Pollock painting comment. Oh yeah, like, that, was, <laughs> that was that's pretty like ooh whoa. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty far. Hey, Mom, what's a Jackson Pollock painting? Yeah. Uh, don't, you, don't worry about it. I don't it. need to know. Uh, I don't want to explain this logic to my child. <laughs> um, yeah. th- there's definitely some lines in there that like almost feel that sort of like crass humor uh, is under the surface of some of, some of uh, Guardians. Yeah. Pelvic sorcery. Yes. <laughs> well, see, that's that. That to me is really that's that's, that's girl that's, popping that's, her head up out of the cabin floor. Go, oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> gonna be uh, honest. Gonna be honest. Forgot you were here. Yeah. Oh, hey, um, uh, you, <laughs> Barit. Oh, Barit. Yeah. <laughs> Going back. To I forgot Daredevil. you were here. Go back to Daredevil because I think everybody misses a key moment of that scene where he's smashing the head. Go back and rewatch that scene, but only focus on Vincent D'Onofrio's face, and it will—it's—it's it's darker than them actually showing the head being smashed. It, yeah, it, I mean, it's just amazingly acted. It's—it's it's, so it's creepy, good. so good in every scene he's in. But when he's yeah, that scene there was such a like childlike amount. I don't know, it was such a childlike feature to him, as well as being such yeah. a brutal monster. Yeah. Ugh. It's kind of like we had the child emotions with no adult control. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. And, it, and adult power. It's yeah. amazing. Now, I, I am still very disappointed in Marvel that they have not announced an official MCU Mark Ruffalo Hulk film. I am, they actually I am can't pitching. do that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. by rights. I yeah. was not aware of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they could. They can, they can release a Hulk film mark ruffalo film but they wouldn't be able to distribute it it would be distributed by universal so they don't want to they don't want to do that yeah. and have universal um universal still has it in any I, way it sounds to me and i haven't i didn't know this until recently but it sounds to me like they have a similar deal with universal that they have with sony sony yeah. like they can use spider-man in their movies but sony still owns the rights to spider-man movies like their own Spider-Man yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah, the standalones. So it's something to do with that, and Universal still has the rights to distribute, so Universal would make a big uh-huh. part of the money on a standalone Hulk movie. Yeah. So oh. anything where the Hulk is the main protagonist is going to be distributed by Universal, produced by Marvel, and Disney will only get like half of the money. Now I get that, because it's like, why give away millions of dollars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we and, can and just include him in Avengers. Yeah, or, or Guardians. Civil War, or, or whatever. Whatever. 
Now, now uh, what do you think? Speaking of civil war, because I know we're wrapping up here, but what do you think about uh, the comments that people have had out there saying, "Why are they calling this a Captain America movie? Why is this not a, an Avengers movie?" Um, I found it interesting that it's Captain America Civil War, but it was always its own thing. What do you guys think about that? Do you think well, it's going to be? Uh, I think it's still just, a Cap movie. I think it. I some. I can see where people are saying that, but I think it is because I think Cap's going to be the protagonist. Well, well, he is. I, mean, I think Tony's going to be the villain. It was. It was always oh, a you, cat you, versus yeah. Iron Man centric story. Sure, it is absolutely the the eight core stories are, is absolutely that. Yeah, and I think the way they're going to tell it, uh, Iron Man is going to be a villain, and he's probably going to be the most interesting villain we've ever had because he's a villain we all love, <laughs> and yeah. he's one we already know. They don't have to introduce him at all, and he's going to be wrong. Yeah. yeah, and we're gonna get to see him like fight for the wrong side. I hope, and I don't mean in the style of the movie, but let me finish it. I hope they do it like Heat, you know, with uh, De Niro and Pacino. And but what I loved about that movie was you're rooting for the cops and you're rooting for the bad guys until they clash and you're forced to pick pick sides. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that 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 messed me up as a teenager. What <laughs> that, that broke me and down. Like, Wait a minute, I'm rooting for these guys to kill the cops. And other people root for the casket, but I like all these. Yeah. I don't know what to do anymore. That's, and that's what's so interesting. Yeah. That, that's never been done. Way to in, bring in a, a Val Kilmer film into this again. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's my theme tonight. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Big Val Kilmer fan. Big Val Kilmer fan. Now you kind of have to. He's not small anymore. Ah. Too soon? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I actually am. I, I like Val Kilmer. I, I did. I... In the midst of all the horrible Batman that were going on at the time, I dug his. I thought he was a decent Batman. Yeah, I thought he was a pretty good Batman. Um, those movies weren't very good. The, the, <laughs> the, the two Joel Schumacher mocker Batmans. I mean, we're getting well-trodden territory, but those are not good films. <laughs> no. I, I watched the beginning of Batman and Robin this week just because it popped up on Netflix. Oh, God. <laughs> and, oh, and I, I, I wanted to show my girlfriend. I was like, you, "You've seen all this. You, you've been watching the MCU with me. She's seen all of that, and she's seen other things." And I was like, "Just see what Batman was back in like 1992 or whatever it was." She she immediately realized how awful it was. I yeah. think those two were uh, like 95, 97. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I think uh, Batman Returns was 91. Mm-hmm. I know 88, you know, 88 was the first one. The Batman, you know who Batman. you could ask. Who's David that? from we DC could. on screen. Yes, right. That's right. That's true. Uh, Those guys a, member, are awesome. a member of our network now. We call him they right really now. Have, they really have been killing it. Um, I've really enjoyed all of their episodes. Yeah, they're they're amazing um, and and great. Uh, I love how they they say you know hey if you want some great stuff like this for the Marvel universe, listen to the MCU cast. You guys really really go well together, and we're very happy to have you on uh, Giant Size Team Up. Thanks, man. We're very happy to be here. It's, I'm really excited you guys brought them in. Uh, me and Dave have been friends since we were six, so it's cool to be officially on the same network. That's like 400 years of friendship. Right. <laughs> in friendship like years. In friendship years. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, but he's like he's like my brother, and so you know he. It's cool to have him uh, him be on uh, be on the same network. We've been we've been supporting their show since they started, and they've been supporting us. But it's cool to have them actually officially all all of us part of the same you know giant size team up family. Yeah, amazing show, and I know you're gonna have him on to discuss uh, one of these films. So that's gonna be. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I I was telling him we should do a crossover episode. Um, We'll get the dude, the two guys from DC on screen, and get us two from the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, mm-hmm. and do a uh, a Fantastic Four review. 
<laughs> because wait, it's a new one? Yes, it's, oh, a, it's in neither of our it's in neither of our continuities. It's not an MCU right. movie. It's not a DC movie. But let's just get and like rag on that. That yeah, that'll just be like a, a special episode. Yeah, we like, like r- put it in both our feeds that week. <laughs> I think next year, you know, we, since I have a little bit of pull with Dragon Con and, and they like great ideas anyway, we should have all four of you do a panel, DC versus Marvel, and talk about the movies and the Ooh, paths that they've taken to that, reach our audience. That would be rad. We would absolutely be on board Ooh, with that. The, let's do that right now. Yeah. Would, <laughs> we would absolutely both, love to do that. The both only thing your is, shows have declined my offer to come to Dragon Con this year. What? I didn't decline that. I didn't climb shit. Like, there's well, okay. There's not really an offer. I just went. Hey, you coming to Dragon Con? You're like, no. Oh, you asked us if we were coming to Dragon Con. You didn't <laughs> invite us. I, to I'm coming a, to Dragon Con to run a panel. Yeah, actually, Jeff Jeff is going to Dragon Con. I go to Dragon Con every year. I thought you weren't going. To, all right, no, cool, no I'm going. Awesome. Well, I got. I will be there. I got three panels on the podcast thing, and we'll hang out, man. That'd be okay. awesome. Sweet. That's awesome. You DC on screen. You're not coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot to be there next year. I really wanted to be there this year, but we. Uh, I've got too many gigs. That well, you have to go next year. That's your weight loss goal, right? Uh, no, we've still got a year and a half. So something like oh, that. The goal is for Guardians too. It's not for. Yeah, it's for Guardians yeah. too. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So we'll we'll be it'll be we'll still have like eight months at that point. So I've got to be well on my way by that point. But I'll still have like eight more months after that. Well, yeah, I think we we definitely now that we all know each other and we should put together a, a panel where. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And we've got we got pretty good listenerships. So hopefully, some of those. Uh, between our two shows and and your stuff and and, yep. and it'd be it'd be great to to, to do oh, to do a DC Marvel panel. The problem is they'll agree with us. <laughs> well, no, it's not going to be a disagreement. It's going to be a, the well, different paths, the insight of of why they reach different audiences and how they can balance each other. By uh, then, and who though, knows what new stuff we'll have for next year? By then, though, Batman versus Superman is going to be out. Yeah, and I think Suicide Squad will too. Probably. So DC yeah, that's has true. a couple of movies that are coming might, out that are supposed to be big. We might see, you know, it would be if we. I actually think it'd be a fun panel to oh, have. Yeah. Like oh a god, it would DC be so great versus Marvel because I've seen all of the stuff they talk about, and we could really, uh, you know, bear down on which of the TV sh- which has a better TV presence, which has a better yeah. cartoon presence, oh, which man. has a better. Yeah. Uh, which has a better film presence, and by that point they will have Suicide Squad and yep. uh, Batman vs Superman, and so those movies may have pulled them over to the belief that DC is better. Yeah, but Suicide Squad is going to come out August fourth, so it'll be like fresh on everybody's mind. Yeah, uh, cool. do you want do you want to come that rep- CW do wanna, movie? Do you want to come, Charles, and represent Fox? <laughs> You know, it's, it's sad to see a show leave the network. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and the other thing is too, by that time our network's gonna be so freaking huge, you're gonna be the experts on MCU anyway. Yeah. So people will fill the room. Yeah, man. That'd and they're gonna be the experts on DC uh, Extended Universe. Oh gosh, they already are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's scary. How much Those they guys. have to talk oh, about? Oh, they are so awesome. Well, they have way, so right? much to talk about, and they're both really knowledgeable about all of it and the comics. So they, they, they talk yeah. with a lot of authority over there. Uh, we, I we, feel a little worried every time we talk where I'm just like, yeah, I know a lot about the stuff, but like, I don't know anything about how films are like made and like what's good exposition. Like That looks good. on. It was pretty. That was neat yeah. is yeah. how I feel. I'm like the toddler that's just like, uh-huh. I know what happened in the comic books. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. Hey man, that sounds great. We got about a year until that happens. We should definitely yep. we should definitely aim at putting that together. That'd be really fun. We'll do it. Get on that. 
cool well, manager. Uh, I think I think we're I think we're pretty much done with Incredible Hulk since we haven't mentioned it in about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I think this was a fun episode. Thanks, thank you guys for uh, thanks, thanks Charles for skyping in. Charles McFall, everybody, the uh, Ooh, from yeah. the Hellcare Network. McFall. What's the other name of your new podcast? Breaking the panel. Uh, you'll hear it panel. at the end of this show here, and we'll shoot you guys the. That's right. We're going to break the panel next year. Yes, so after we get done with our little outro here, stick around for uh, the after credit sequence. Ah, uh, sweet. Which is going to be the uh, at Breaking the Panel. Uh, uh, look forward towards Breaking the Panel. That, that's perfect, man. Teaser, after, teaser. After, that's the uh, after credit sequence. You're on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. You know you're going to have an after credit sequence. A little stinger there for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about that. The the fact that uh, your theory is that um, oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s scene in I, The Incredible Hulk. My theory is that Incredible Hulk, that was intended to be an after credit sequence. And after Iron Man was so successful, they moved it to before the credits. It yeah to me it technically was an after credit sequence that they just cut the minute of credits out so they didn't want to risk losing anybody I exactly think. I think they wanted they wanted to get the word of mouth and they knew they that wanted Hulk, the tie in they knew that Hulk wasn't nearly going to be the you right. know, success that Iron Man was or even if they thought it might be they just were trying to glom onto that success of Iron Man we're like let's move this scene up let's as soon as let's have people leave the theater remembering how good Iron Man was. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it, I even as much as I was into that stuff at the time, I had no idea they were related. So when I saw uh, Robert Downey Jr. walk on screen as Tony Stark, I went, ah, "These are together!" Yeah. And they, so they they made a really good decision to do that. And that there's was, a yeah. huge audience that didn't know that. Yeah, and that was before Marvel had trained us to stay after the credits for right. every movie. Um, they have trained me to watch credits now. Like I don't, I don't very rarely leave the theater. Oh my god, dude! We watched some chick flick the other day, me and my wife, and she was sitting through the credits like, "This is like I don't remember what the stupid movie was, but this is like uh, uh, Jane Austen." There's not going to be any stingers, baby. They, they're not they tied don't in care that much. She's like, "Well, I'm going to watch anyway," <laughs> which is cool because she loves the stingers from Marvel. But you know, yeah. like it doesn't apply to every movie. Okay. Yeah, well, at so least she likes in the Marvel ones, at I, least in that kind of movie, there's not a whole bunch of credits to sit through of like visual effects people from like every freaking city on the planet yeah, true. so at least there's at least she likes the stingers i thought i didn't know if it was punishment for you like, <laughs> uh, you always make me sit through the credits we're gonna sit through yeah. the credits this is what you get bitch <laughs> yeah, i don't think 12 years of slave is gonna tie into 13 years of slave i don't <laughs> think they're gonna do that man oceans 13 years of slave <laughs> 13 going on slave. Oh, um, that see, makes you, it okay, sad you remember, now. <laughs> you remember the movie Hot Shots where they made fun of all the big movies at the time? It was really well done. Oh, you know, God. Hot, yes, top, yes. Oh, I love it. Was Top Gun themed. We really need a Marvel one like that. That's not the stupid spoofs that you see go direct to DVD, but you know, a really good spoof that could go to the here's theater. The here's the problem, I think, Charles. I think you're thinking Hot Shots was an amazing movie. <laughs> it wasn't. You no, were no, no, but it's a good spoof. You were just like time. 16 at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, okay, here, I'll throw this out. The Nerdist and Kevin Smith write it, Kevin Smith directs it. And maybe. No, I love really? Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. I, you said Nerdist, and Nerdist made me nervous. Um, <laughs> I love Chris Hardwick. I think he's hilarious. I don't think Chris Hardwick is hilarious. I'm sorry. I, he, I know he's a podcast god, and he might strike our podcast down. Nah, um, he's a cool guy. I like, I like Chris Hardwick's shows a lot, but I don't find him hilarious. Interesting. But it's all good. I, 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 I like his shows so much. I, I always feel, It's so funny. I've actually been into so many things Chris Hardwick's, like, 
a, a a star of. I was really into. I, okay, when I was when I was thirteen, I really loved Singled Out. I knew you were going to say that. I did. I because I was thirteen and there were girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in bathing suits and stuff. I was like, yeah. I was totally on board. And then later on, I got into his band, Hard and Firm, but I had no idea it was the same guy. And then years and years later, I got into the Nerdist, having no idea it was the same guy. Right. And then sure. after listening to the Nerdist podcast a few for a few months, I realized, wait, that was him, and that was him, and it was like he'd been sprinkled through my life as like yeah. major touchstones, but yeah. none of it was because of him. It was like, well, I don't know. Hard and Firm is amazing. His his his, his little uh, be, uh, music duo, comedy music duo, really great, really really great. Look up Hard and Firm on uh, any you wouldn't YouTube you wouldn't stuff. think that uh, bluegrass and gangster rap go together, but he makes it work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, or wrote, he has a, has a Radiohead one called Rodeohead, I think, <laughs> um, where he does a blending of. Yeah, that was great. But they have some original stuff too. That is El Corazon is one of my favorites. Uh, they're singing in like a Latin lover style, um, and it's called El Corazon, which is the heart. But all it is is like biological descriptions of the heart. But they're like singing it in Latin lover style. It's so good. It's so so good. That's I, awesome. I'll post it on our Facebook this week. You guys should uh, check it out. You got to check out At Midnight. Tell me you've been watching At Midnight. Yeah, I do like At Midnight. At Midnight right. is probably the first thing of all of his things that I just genuinely love. Even he is really great on it. He's really great. Yeah. On it. He's re- he's really funny. I don't know. I just I think he annoyed me on the Nerdist for a long the longest time. So I still am like hesitant to love Chris Hardwick. Sure. And again, he's you know, trying to win me over. He's been trying he to win me over me. for like 15 years. He hurt me for so long. It's going to take a while to build back up. He was just the guy. He was just the guy with the floppy hair that distracted me from Jenny McCarthy. Damn. <laughs> we need to wrap this up. This yes, is going way too long. <laughs> not even about Marvel anymore. We left Hulk 20 minutes ago. Now we've left Marvel like for uh, you know another 10 more minutes. Um, okay. Stick around for the name show. Breaking the panel. panel. Breaking the panel. Sorry, first time learning knowing about it. This is um, true. I didn't warn you ahead of time. My apologies. No, all good. Um, I wouldn't have remembered anyway because I'm a horrible person and host. <laughs> um, I'm actually really bad at this. I'm just really good at talking. Shh, don't tell Charles. <laughs> um, Shit, I'm bad at this again. <laughs> um, stick around after our little uh, little little spiel here uh, and plugs, so you can hear the sneak peek of af- uh, breaking the panel. <laughs> after the midnight breaking panel time, bad Walter White Heisenberg. <laughs> what? Breaking the panel after this word from your Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Um, If you would like to reach out to us, you can find all information about our show at mcucast.com. You can Facebook us at facebook.com slash mcucast, at mcucast on Twitter, 
or you can email us at mcucast at gmail.com. Uh, or if you'd like to leave us an audio message to play, be played on the show, you can call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Uh, if you'd like a similar podcast about the DC universe and all of its many properties, check out the DC On Screen podcast. Those are our buddies over there. Um, yeah. So you guys have a great week and keep on listening for Breaking the Panel. The year is 2015, and we, the geek, the nerd, the comic book fan, have inherited the Earth. The comic book now owns pop culture, and that's a worldwide phenomenon. Film, television, literature, even music. These days, it's all about the comics. I am Arrow. I'm Batman. Supergirl? What does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for, Agent Ward? I am Iron Man. And I am Spider-Man. Oh, Smash. We're living the comics life. We're breaking the panel. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Breaking the Panel, where we cover everything in geekdom, comics, books, games, movies and TV, anything else that falls under the vein of comics, we're going to hit it with passion and excitement and some graphic nerdity. Oh, boy! I'm McFall. With me, as always, is my greatest episode helper ever, because now you're an elf, apparently. Apparently. Elfish Ibbot. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! I I don't have a little voice filter on my uh, <laughs> on my mixer for that yeah uh, awesome welcome to uh, welcome to the pilot it's so exciting flying blind because the pilot's back here with the crew <laughs> <laughs> we're all drinking in the cabin right that's all we're that's doing right. and we could not do this we could not have the magic we have without clots yeah let's bag it up the topics of the week is what we're going to hit first uh, Comic Con releasing San Diego Comic Con specific content trailers now this is something that clots and I held off on discussing because we hit this point long before we started doing the show. 